welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. I'm your host, Lonnie Swain. I'm a media veteran, digital content creator, and strategist. My career has required many cross-country relocations from my hometown of New Orleans to Baltimore, St. Louis, Chicago, Dallas, back to New Orleans, and now Miami, Florida. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. I lead personal and professional development conversations in hopes of inspiring you to live your best and most authentic lives. And just a reminder, I always love to know what you think about the podcast. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the show. Today, we are speaking with Mignon Francois, owner and director of Joy. I love that title. Mignon (laughs) Francois is the founder and CEO of the Cupcake Collection in Nashville, Tennessee and New Orleans, Louisiana. While crunching numbers and creating the craze are amongst her job requirements, her absolute favorite responsibilities within this role are giving hugs, listening and mentoring her team and others, up and coming entrepreneurs who seek after her grassroots experience. Using her follow your spirit approach, Mignon developed an iconic flavor that drew lines and attention to the hip nature of her historic Germantown neighborhood that hadn't seen this concept developed prior. The success of the cupcake collection became the icing on the cake with over 5 million cupcakes sold in 10 years. Congratulations, Mignon, on 10 sweet years. That is awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) And thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So I had the privilege of hearing the story firsthand when we met at the Mob United breakfast over Essence Festival uh, this year. But just in case people are not familiar with your story, how did you get into the cupcake business? I got into the cupcake business um, on pure necessity and hunger. (laughs) I didn't know how to bake at all, uh, but I was listening to a financial guru who was saying that you could get out of debt by having a bake sale. And I thought, I want that. Mm-hmm. And so it was my idea to enlist my two little girls to work at night because they love to bake. And then while they'd be at school during the day, I thought I could run a business. But Shortly after I presented the idea, my oldest let me know that she wasn't really interested in that, and <laughs> that she was moving back home to New Orleans, where we were from, and so without her, my younger daughter was not interested. And so, uh, uh-oh, mommy's got to learn how to bake, because I feel like, you know, I've told the world <laughs> that, that I'm going to open up a bakery, and so I got to figure this thing out, and uh, that's how we entered into the business. <laughs> I love it. So it's kind of like the cupcake business chose you. You didn't choose it necessarily. Right. (laughs) And the reason why we did cupcakes wasn't because, you know, it was a thing at the time. You know, cupcakes hadn't even made it to Nashville. It was just becoming to rise in the the country. You know, it was something big in California, something big in New York pretty much. And Mm -hmm. that was it. It was sort of growing in popularity across the country. But it hadn't made it here yet. I just thought that cupcakes cupcakes were something that we could handle, that it was Mm -hmm. small enough, you know, to probably decorate it and make it look pretty. And little Mm -hmm. did I know the work Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be, you know, involved 
and making each little individual cake perfect. Because mm-hmm. when you really think about it, instead of making one big cake, it's 24 individual cakes and 24 individual times to get it wrong. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Which gets to be expensive, too. Yeah. Making mistakes, learning as you yeah. go. And now you, you speak about your follow your spirit approach and how that has mm-hmm. helped you in business. Can you tell us a bit about that? I definitely believe that, you know, that there's a spirit that's living on the inside of us that will tell us what we need to know. I'm extremely, you know, spiritual and also religious. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I believe, you know, in petitioning God for everything. And so, Mm -hmm. you know how... Whenever you want to make a decision on something, you never say, I shouldn't have followed my first mind. Right. right? You always uh-huh. say, I should have followed my first mind. Uh-huh. And I've learned over the years that your first mind is that gut instinct. That's that Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of you that goes out before you, considers everything that you're going to be up against today and says, Mignon, don't get on that interstate right here. Because you're going to be pretty mad when you get up there. And then you just do it anyway. And then there's traffic. (laughs) And you really got to be where you got to be in the next 10 minutes. And this traffic is not helping you, right? right? I started realizing that listening to that gut feeling was leading me everywhere that I needed to go, whether that be playing in traffic or whether that be into starting a business when it seems like crazy that I don't even know how to bake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even listen to that fact. You said I, something is telling me to bake. Yeah, I'm not worried about the how <laughs> or the the why. That doesn't seem like the right idea. But I'm just gonna go for it. Well, yeah, you do worry about it. You know, you do say, um, I don't know what I'm doing. How am I supposed to do this? But what you will learn as you follow your spirit is that when God tells you what to do and you're obedient to that, he is responsible for the outcome. Mm-hmm. And so all you have to do is just be obedient to the to that voice over and over again. Mm-hmm. I love that. And what's something that you would say in business as an entrepreneur, three things you wish you would have followed your first mind about in going Ooh. into the business. Oh, that's very good. Three things I wish I had. So that's kind of a hard one for me because, um, because I believe that when it comes to your dreams, there are no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, that dreams are that that mistakes are only tied to plans because mm-hmm. we don't know the plan for our life anyway. Mm-hmm. We don't know that everything we were doing was all a part of the overarching plan. Mm-hmm. And so we get hung up on, oh, I shouldn't have did that, or oh, I shouldn't have did this. But then five years down the line, you realize you needed that thing that you yes. thought was a mistake to prepare you to get to where you are three, five, ten years later. And so mm-hmm. then you look back and say, I, you know, man, uh, I'm glad I did that. So I really, it's really hard for me to pick out some, you know, three things that I wish mm-hmm. I had followed my first mind on because they all led me to, to where, where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wished I had jumped on a another business I know because once you get, <laughs> once you become successful, let me tell you what happens. You can see more clearly. It's almost like you have a thirty thousand foot view. 
Mm-hmm. You know how the city looks so small when you get into an airplane? Yeah. That big old city looks so small when you climb up 30,000 feet, 10,000 feet even, into an airplane. Mm-hmm. And I just think that when you once you become successful, you can see how easy it is to continue to make things happen. So if I if I could look back on anything, it might have been to jump faster, mm-hmm. you know, or to yeah. stop waiting and start doing. That's what that's what I want a lot of people to know that if there's studies that show that 94 percent of Americans are waiting for some major event to happen before they will start living. It's like, yeah. I'm going to wait until my child graduates. I'm going to wait until I graduate from college. I'm going to wait until I have enough money. I'm going to wait until all of my bills are paid. I'm going to mm-hmm. wait. I'm going to wait until I until next year. I'm going to wait until next month, next season, whatever, mm-hmm. instead of just living our lives in the moment that we're in right now because that's all we actually O-W-N is N-O-W. Right, exactly. And it's about our perspective. It's mm-hmm. about our perspective. And so I think if I could do anything differently, I would jump faster. I would not wait. I would start. Because it took me two years of working every day as if it were a job to actually get my business open because I didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any credit. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any knowledge of the business. I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to give me a loan. I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to back me and say, you know, I, I got your back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had to do yeah. it one little piece at a time every day. I'd sell a cupcake and buy a spoon. I'd sell 12 cupcakes and buy a Oh, I sold 600 cupcakes and bought a, a KitchenAid mixer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was one little piece at a time. And when I finally got those doors open, I opened with a KitchenAid mixer and a dorm-sized refrigerator in what was my ex-husband's um, man cave inside of our home mm-hmm. because it had its own entrance to the outside. And oh, that's what okay. I used mm-hmm. as my bakery and how mm-hmm. I got it open. So so what I want people to know about that is you're never going to have everything perfect. Mm-hmm. You're, you're never going to have everything you need. You can always say, I need another thing. Mm-hmm. I need a little more time. But you can start right where you are. That's yeah. the best place to start. And just begin moving towards what it is that you want to have and what you want to be and what you want to do. Biggest thing is stop waiting and start doing. Yeah, because you'll be waiting forever to get all the boxes checked and everything in place and this to happen. And it's always going to be something else. That carrot that you dangle and keeps getting further and further away when you get one thing. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, now I need this, too. Um, so, So what was the motivation? When did you finally say after two years, okay, now it's time? What was the, the milestone that you hit to say, okay, I'm ready to open the doors? We got a um, we got a foreclosure letter from the bank mm-hmm. saying that they, they were going to sell our house at foreclosure on a particular day in December. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it's now or never. God, if you are who you say you are, then I've got to trust that you can do what you say you can do. Because here's what I think. I mm-hmm. see big names like, you know, I love me some Beyonce, right? You know, you see big names like Beyonce and Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and Kanye. And I'm thinking, 
if they can do it with music, then why can't I have just what I need? Right. I mean, they have more than enough. I heard Kanye singing a song about his other other bands, uh-huh. and that changed me. Yeah. I was like, God, he has a choice uh-huh. on which bands he uh-huh. wants to drive. Right. And I don't even have a car. Right. That mm-hmm. this is not fair. This uh-huh. is not equal. Mm-hmm. Like some people have a choice on luxury items, and I don't even have a choice on a necessity. Right. Like I'm sitting here without electricity every day and water that's not running on a regular basis, and he gets to drive another other boat? <laughs> no. Right. Uh-huh. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I wanted to make a name for myself that was as big as theirs in music mm-hmm. in the baking industry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, who doesn't, you know, music, you know, who doesn't love music or need it? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like, who doesn't need a cake to celebrate with? I mean, it's like Hello. Everybody, <laughs> everybody needs a reason to celebrate, right? And I wanted to be that reason. And that was my really motivating factor yes and you say even that it's not just about cupcakes that you're spreading joy too and you really are you know I feel like anybody who has ever seen your pictures and especially met you in person your smile is contagious and you. you can just you can just feel the joy and the love that's put into the business and Celebrating 10 years is no small feat. Um, Amen. What, what, what would you say has been the secret to 10 years for you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, follow, like I said, fo- that follow my spirit. I, t- I have not known what I am doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I mean? Who really does? Yeah, right. <laughs> and that's the thing. Who really does? When you mm-hmm. get down to the meat of it, you've heard of this, fake it till you make it, right? Yeah. The majority mm-hmm. of people are just going with reckless abandon in the direction of their dreams. Mm-hmm. And some people are crazy enough to actually make it. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you will speak what you seek till you see what you said. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, is that so many of us are speaking against what we seek. And that's what we end up seeing. Mm -hmm. And I decided to use my mouth and the power that was in my tongue mm-hmm. to speak life into my family and into our situation and into our future and to say, not us, not ever again. We're going to mm-hmm. build legacy here that's going to feed our children's children. Cause, because I started realizing that that was my responsibility, that my responsibility to my children was to raise them and to love them and to prepare them for society. But I was to make room. Mm-hmm. and make a way for the children that they would have if I was to be a good parent that mm-hmm. I couldn't just leave something I couldn't just make sure that they made it I had to leave some crumbs behind yeah. and so I, that's why I had to make cake because I got to get these <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Exactly. And and then and you're doing exactly that because not only did you start the cupcake collection in Nashville and celebrate its success, but then you opened one in New Orleans. So can you tell yeah. us about how that journey of starting that next legacy in your hometown, how that journey was for you? And was it kind of like starting all over again when you are establishing a brand in a different city, even though it is your hometown? Yes, for those who are wanting to grow their business and move it to the next level or thinking about franchise and all the kind of stuff, be aware. It is going to be like starting over again. And I have to go everything. I go back to what I know, what, you know, in my basic instructions before leaving earth, right? Mm-hmm. That Jesus wasn't respected in Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what I mean? So I, I, coming back home, I thought it was going to be, oh, this wonderful thing that everybody's excited that I'm, I'm back home and, mm-hmm. and that we are we are sewing back into our own city. And I have been welcomed um, with open arms, but it wasn't easy. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just because I had success in Nashville didn't mean I had automatic success in New Orleans. And that same, you know, beginning that was humble that I had in Nashville, I have had to have in New Orleans back mm-hmm. down to $3 days and $17 mm-hmm. days. I'm like, God, we were voted in Nashville in Tennessee as the best cake in Tennessee. And here we are in Nashville and we cannot, um, we can't even make $17. Like we can't mm-hmm. even make $25. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it's, 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 uh, it's something that you can't even imagine. You think, oh, you've been successful here. You're going to be successful, you know, in yeah. the next place. And you got to work that same way. And I just thought, I had gone home. The reason here's why I did it. 2015, my divorce after 21 years was final. Mm. And my friends were like, it's time, Mignon. You know, you've been pouting for a year. It's time to live. Mm-hmm. And so let's, we have tickets to the Bayou Classic. You know, everything's paid for. You're, you know, we're, we've got your room and board and everything. Tickets on the 50-yard line. We're going to be in the president's suite. All this kind of stuff just come. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do I had never been. I grew up in New Orleans and never been to the Bayou Classic. What? Like, okay. <laughs> right? Um, so, so, I, so I decided to go. And we went around. There was this donut place I wanted to go. And I walked into this donut place, really popular donut spot, and they had a buttermilk drop in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my goodness, is that a real buttermilk drop? <laughs> You and the girl sitting at the counter didn't know what the heck that was. What? And uh, she looked at me like, she was like, I don't know. I mean, have you ever had our buttermilk job before? And I was like, okay, you, you're you looking at me as if I'm speaking a foreign language to you. <laughs> Anybody from New Orleans knows what a buttermilk drop is. Right. And it hurt my feelings that mm-hmm. there was this giant buttermilk drop standing in front of me. And the girl behind the counter knew nothing of the culture. Yeah. And I had started experiencing that at a lot of counters. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, 
I think I'm supposed to open up the cupcake collection here. Yeah. Because I opened up the cupcake collection in Nashville, paying homage back to the hospitality that I grew up in in New Orleans mm. and the way that my grandmothers had had served their families. Yeah. And I was doing that successfully in another city, and my own city was wasn't doing it from you know people not knowing its culture to pass it on. Mm -hmm. And it's like after Katrina, so many of us got spread all over the world. One of my favorite mm -hmm. songs, PJ Morton, New Orleans Girl. Um, mm -hmm. It said, you better watch out because Katrina put them all over the world if you uh, run into a New Orleans girl, right? <laughs> and uh -huh. it's like we went all over the world and we infused flavor into all these cities. Mm -hmm. But what about ours? Yeah. And you know, I wanted to be a part of that rebuilding story that, mm -hmm. you know, the the city that made me, you know, made us and raised us to be who we were. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be part of that story that continued that legacy. And I was mm -hmm. watching myself sit here in Nashville and grow wealth. And I was like, God, I don't want to grow wealth and watch my sisters not do the same. So I called my sister on the phone and said, hey, what if we made a bakery and I taught you how to do this? Mm -hmm. And it was the one right under me, the sister right under me. She just mm -hmm. began to cry because she Aww. had been praying for something of her own. Mm -hmm. And this was an opportunity for her to have something of her own that she could be responsible for, that she could, you know, so, so into and just really love it. Mm -hmm. And so we started working in um, in six months. She she learned to do what I usually take three years to teach. Oh wow! And we opened that store together. You know, thinking back to what we our family hails from the largest plantation um, in Louisiana that I know of. Mm -hmm. And what what a full circle moment to come back to this mm -hmm. city and have ownership of yeah. our of our legacy now. Mm -hmm. it, it means everything to me to be on Magazine Street. Yes. Um, Prime location. In New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> in New Orleans. <laughs> um, three little black girls mm -hmm. from the city. That A ranks one of the lowest in the country for women-owned business. Yes. And black women-owned business. And to have prime real estate in that city, mm -hmm. man, we're winning. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm giving you a round of applause right here. <laughs> yes, and that's so beautiful to hear you explain all the whys and understanding why that was important for you to do. And I think that people just appreciate that story and that message and want to support you even more because of the the why and the reason behind it you know that it's not mm -hmm. it's, it's so much bigger than cupcakes you know yes. <laughs> for me that's what um, we tell people all the time it is so much bigger than cupcakes and you you've touched on this earlier cupcakes is not what we do uh -huh. that's just the product that we use to carry what we're selling Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's actually joy 
that we're selling, but there's no way to tangibly give that to you. Right. You have to be a carrier of it. So if mm-hmm. we can bring you something that will make you happy, something that will light your life up, something that you can get excited over and you can mm-hmm. consume that and then you become the carrier mm-hmm. of the joy. And then mm-hmm. you go out and you can pay it forward and you can treat somebody nicer or you can you can get over the hump or you can just sink your teeth in the anger and the frustrations into that cake and just let it go there mm-hmm. and in exchange you know have have control over something mm-hmm. in your life I mean that's what we're doing like yes. when I was in school I went to Xavier University to study um, to be a, pre, a pre-med student and I could not mm-hmm. apply the science to the human body I could mm-hmm. study my tail off for those you know biology chemistry tests and I could not apply it to the human body but it was 17 years later in my kitchen that it all dawned on me that this is chemistry 101 right here and I began to be able to make a recipe for success and all of that is the joy in which you know I wanted to help somebody I wanted to go to school to be a doctor to help somebody. And I learned that I could help people not just by healing them with blood, you know, or healing them in sweat. Medically. I could Mm -hmm. heal them. Yes, I could heal them in spirit. Yes. I could heal them in in heart, in mind. And Mm so I, my dream actually came true just in a roundabout Mm -hmm. way. Mhm, mhm, and that's usually how they come true in a roundabout way. We don't know, you know, how we get there. We come to a lot of forks in the road. We saying, "All right, eeny, meeny, miny, mo." I don't know which way to go, but we get there. We, we get there. We get there, and that's what's important. And now, if somebody is listening to this right now and they have an idea, they have something on their spirit, but they're getting bogged down in all the hows all the you know how am I going to do this or I don't have the money I don't have that aside from starting now do you have any advice or tips for people and I think especially a tip for when you get started and you get that foreclosure notice and you're thinking I'm doing everything that I can or I've already spent my last and I'm I'm here because entrepreneurship is a journey. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different layers of things that are going to anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Typically mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. to learn. How do you stay on the path? Um when you're mentoring these new business owners and women wanting to be entrepreneurs, how do you keep them, you know, focused and motivated to continue? Or what's your well, advice? Here's the thing. If, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the thing that I want people to know. You're not going to stay on the path. You're going to fall off. But mm-hmm. the key is to get back up. Mm-hmm. And start again. I mean, it, it is in the starting that you find what the next step is. And here's the thing. we When we were little, we came into this world, and in one year, we mastered the language. Some of us mastered many languages. Mm-hmm. In the first year, if, if you in a, in a bilingual household, a baby's going to get both languages. Right. Learn to walk. Feed, feed themselves and talk, communicate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet 
that same drive still exists on the inside of us. But the mm-hmm. difference between us as babies and adults, we've, we've heard people tell us that we can't do it. And we believe that. And so my thing is to, to, to remind you of the little baby that you were when people were encouraging you. No one was telling you what you couldn't do, right? That mm-hmm. when you tried to walk and you got up and you had somebody say, come on, baby, you can do it. You can mm-hmm. do it. That's what I want to be here for, to say, come on, baby, you can mm-hmm. do it. Because mm-hmm. you got you took a step and you fell. And it hurt, and you mm-hmm. cried, but you took another step after yeah. you got back up. You fell, you rested, you laid on the ground. You said, I'm going to crawl some more, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. crawl a little bit. I'm going to walk a little bit. I'm going to crawl a little bit. I'm going to walk a little bit. I always think of this um, time that my baby was crawling up the stairs for the first time, mm-hmm. and she fell down a big old flight of steps. Mm. And, and 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 sitting at the bottom of those steps, she wanted up there to where her brother was, mm-hmm. and she crying, climbed herself back up of those steps mm-hmm. right after she had fallen down all of them. Uh-huh. And so that's that that same drive that we have as little children that says even though it hurt I'm going to get up and do it right. I, I want to get up it. there yeah. mm-hmm. I see them doing it he's up there that means I can get up there so I'm going to press to get up there and that's mm-hmm. the thing that I want people to know you're going to fall it's going to mm-hmm. hurt but that mm-hmm. same desire because you know you can do it because you're walking mm-hmm. and right now you're walking like a pro and you're not even thinking about it you even run Mm-hmm. And some of us even run really fast. Some of us can run in high heels. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. But there was a time you couldn't even walk in those. Right. But you tried. And you practiced it. That mm-hmm. you got to practice your craft. They say that 10,000 hours is what it takes to become an expert in a thing. Mm-hmm. So when, you, when you're grinding at that thing, it's like, how many hours have I put in this? I can't uh-huh. give up yet because I don't, I haven't learned it all. I haven't done it all. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a word right there. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and I know that it helps somebody today when they listen to this. So I appreciate you so very much. If someone wants to learn more about the cupcake collection, if they want to come get a dozen or two dozen cupcakes, how can they find you in both Nashville and in New Orleans? The easiest way to find us is going to be www.thecupcakecollection.com. Um, we're also on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so very much. This was wonderful. Was there anything that I didn't ask you or that we didn't discuss that you wanted to mention or touch on? I don't know. I don't think so. 
I, you know, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to tell others about what they can do if they believe. That was yes. my promise to God that if you would make me successful, I would tell anybody who would listen about what they could do if they believe. And so this is mm-hmm. just my this is just my reasonable service mm-hmm. um, in being able to tell others too because somebody mm-hmm. is not out there cheerleading for you. Right. If you need a cheerleader, I want to be that. And so mm-hmm. I'm grateful. So thank you. Awesome. Yes. And I'm grateful to have you. It is my absolute pleasure to spread the word <laughs> about your ministry. And- <laughs> my cupcake ministry. Yes. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with at least three people who you think would enjoy it too or benefit from the information. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.